I'm Ross, a curious parent. And I'm John, an education expert. This is From the Sidelines. Bite-sized study tips to help you help them through. Hello, welcome back to From the Sidelines. Myself, Ross, the curious parent, and John, education expert. I'm uh, really glad to be chatting again. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, um, we've had some good topics so far, I think, in terms of what we've what we've covered. Um, and from what we've seen, a lot of people found it really useful, uh, sharing a lot of a lot of kind of content, advice, inspiration, showcasing how that's been working for them at, at home and in other environments. Yeah, it's been really nice to see, and I think that we're hopefully trying to get as many topics as we can to help parents um, either create the, the right study environment, how they can use different strategies with their with, with their children, um, but also. I think as we've as we've been hearing from people, it's actually helped them in their own adult lives as well. Whether that's been at work um, or even just generally in their in their lives about building their own habits that they want to. So uh, yeah, it's been really nice to hear that feedback. So moving on to the the, the topic for this this episode, um, productivity, mm. which is one that I think a lot of adults, as you mentioned, there straight away would think this is something I need to implement. But obviously, really important for young people as well. Mm-hmm. Tell us more, what, what we're thinking about this one, John. Right, well, it's it's something that we all hear a lot of, but actually we sometimes don't practice you know, what we preach. Uh, sure. And that's what we, we're going to kind of pull that apart a little bit. And I think what I mean by that is that we can all be busy, but busy doesn't sometimes then relate to productivity and actually getting things done. Um, and I think if we all think about our own lives of how if we go and sit in an office or our study or wherever you kind of work at home or in, in, in your workplace, you might spend a lot of time doing a lot of things that don't actually equate to what you really want to get out of it and, and, and output. Um, and the, it's the same for our children. And sometimes our children are quite good at being very busy, but not very productive. So uh, yeah, that's something we need to, to, to be careful of. So in, in terms of that, can you give us an example of what this looks like in a home environment and for a for a parent and carer, looking at from from the young person perspective? Definitely. And I'll, I'll certainly give you my own experiences here as a, as a parent, that when you uh, when your son or daughter says that they're going to do some study or some homework or some revision or some learning or whatever it is, and off they trot to their bedroom and they've been up there for half an hour or so, and you think, oh, great, they've done like half an hour of learning, actually... It, the opposite is probably true. And they've probably, even if they've got the best intentions to go up there and do learning, they've probably spent the first half of that time sorting things out, getting things ready, clearing their desk, um, getting a drink, going to the toilet, finding their books, getting their stationery. And actually what we find is then what we think has been half an hour's study might have been, well, it could have been 15 minutes, it could have been four minutes, five minutes, three, it could be nothing because actually... A lot of that time is just being busy. And then when you sometimes challenge that, uh, in you know, you get into that kind of, well, why haven't you done anything? Well, I, ha- I have. I've been sorting this. I've been finding my books. been doing that. And you find that there's a lot of busyness happening. They haven't just been sat on their bed doing nothing. They've been busy, but it hasn't been, you know, uh, the, the output is not what we really wanted. So, uh, yeah, it's making sure that we, we can kind of help and control that as parents. Which is obviously really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, like you say, if, if, if the child is upstairs and essentially is 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 trying to be productive mm-hmm. um so how would a, a parent care in this situation and how would they help their child to be productive what can they do to make sure that that's the case best thing to do here is to is to be a little bit hands-on okay to begin with and i think and, and actually help them get things ready um so go so when you so if i make it really practical for you when your child says they're going to go and do 25 minutes of study actually you're going to go up with them and help them get that ready help them 
get their things out, help them get their stationery out, ask them if they want a drink, check with them, a bit like you do before you go on a car journey. Have you been in the toilet? Yeah. You know, do all of those things and get all those almost like pre-flight checks, get everything ready and done so that everything's out, everything's ready, and you can help with that pretty quickly. And as adults, we're probably a little bit quicker than that, than the, quicker than our children doing that. In terms of, right, I know where your stuff is, let's get it out. Let's, and we can get it all ready in the two or three minutes so that you know that when you leave that room, and if you are going to time the, the study session, something we've talked about in a, in a previous yep. episode about a, a kind of a Pomodoro of doing 25 minutes with a five minute break. If you're going to time it, you're timing it when you leave the room, when you know everything's ready so that you know your child is actually starting that 25 minutes. You're not timing it when they go up the stairs and waste 15 minutes trying to find their find, find their equipment. Um, so yeah, just making sure that you've got everything ready. And as we've said before, get them a drink, get them a snack, ask if they want to go to the toilet. Do those things that are going to stop the interruptions and the distractions. Um, and then you can, when you leave that room, you're safe in the knowledge that actually, they are actually about to start, you know? And I'm guessing part of that as well is thinking about it as a, a kind of long-term uh, piece. If, if, down to the practical levels, you know, in, in the child's bedroom, the basic stationery is always there, organised, ready to go. It even takes that out, the whole discussion, doesn't it, prior to, to kind of commencing that study bit? Completely. And if I give you an example of how that works in uh, in schools, yep. and certainly in primary schools, there's lots of primary schools uh, that now have desks that have almost pots yep. in the middle of those kind of um, group desks, where in that pot are glue sticks, highlighters, scissors, pens, pencils. So children don't have to get even out of their seat to go and get things. It's already there. So a great example there, Ross, actually, as you said, there's making sure they're in the room, everything's there. And we've talked before about a designated study space. So we've referred there to a bedroom. It doesn't have to be a bedroom. It might be uh, the kitchen. It might be a dining table. It could, what we want to say is a flat surface, yeah. if possible, wherever that is. Now that might pose a few problems if that flat surface is in the kitchen because then where do you then kind of store all those study materials? So it's just thinking about, you know, I haven't got the silver bullet for everyone because I don't know where everyone's allowed in their houses. But actually, if you are going to use somewhere downstairs that's maybe a, a communal area, how can you have those things nearby or within arm's reach? So it's not then, oh, I need to go back upstairs for this. I have yep. to go through it. Because our children are sometimes very good at creating their own distractions when things become difficult mm. or when they become fatigued because it's very easy to say, Oh, but I needed to go and get my highlighter from upstairs. Mm. I needed to go and get a drink. Mm. I now need the toilet. And it's all basically diversion tactics sometimes because we don't want to do that work. We know it ourselves as adults. You know, we do it ourselves. When we get a little bit bored, a little bit tired, oh, I'm just going to go make a cup of coffee. Yeah? I'm just going to pop to the toilet. We get into that situation. So we need to assume and expect that our children will do the same. So we want 25 minutes, short, sharp, focused attention, and that needs to, you need to make sure everything is ready so that they can be productive rather than being busy without being productive. Beautiful. And, and, and obviously some of the things we mentioned in there is the, the basics, you'd say, the fundamentals of making sure that we can be productive. As, as those listening will know, you know, we, we're, we're supported by Collins. Um, and I'm guessing Collins have materials, resources available that could help those, those watching and listening to, to do this. Absolutely. And, and hopefully, Parents are familiar with 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 Collins now. We've we've mentioned their resources quite a few times. Actually, they've got a plethora of revision guides, study guides, knowledge organisers, practice papers, uh, flashcards, uh, lots and lots of things like that that are really helpful. One thing I, I want to mention as well at this point is that they also have guides of like a you know study in a week kind of guides, where actually that is quite useful to keep 
your child to be productive day by day because actually they're working through something that's already structured for them. And sometimes our, our children find structure quite hard. You know, actually, I've got an exam in six weeks. I've got all this to learn. Where do I start? So some of these guides are quite, you know, day one, day two, and it then sets that up for them. So that's quite useful. So if people are interested in that, um, then then certainly that would be maybe something to look at. And, you know, we've, we've talked before about kind of, um, you know, using those resources sensibly and, and, and not kind of doing things at the last minute. But actually these things can help uh, at certain times to help with structure, not thinking it has to be last minute cramming, but actually a, a nice sensible structure in the, in the build up to an exam. And, and just touching on what you mentioned a, a moment ago about kind of the, the having the fundamentals set. So we, we mentioned about a flat surface. We've mentioned previously around the, the kind of silent focus aspect as well. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm guessing those fundamentals have to be in place to enable productivity. Absolutely. And, and you're, abs- you're absolutely right, Ross. It's interesting to, to bring it up right now that it's not just the 25 minutes that's the magic. You've got to put all those little pieces together, as you sure. said. So there's no good you getting their desk ready, having all their equipment ready, timing it for 25 minutes, and when you leave the bedroom, your child has their mobile phone next to them that's buzzing every 20 or 30 seconds, or they've got their telly on in the background, or they're listening to their favorite music, or they're lying on their bed you know, in, in a comfortable place. All the things that we've talked about in previous episodes, and if you haven't listened to those, or if you've just kind of um, you know, tuned in right now, then certainly you know, go back to those because they're, they're, they're really useful stepping stones and, and individual kind of key points that, that link together. Um, so yes, you're right, Ross, you've got to have all those things together, all those things correct. And when you do get all those things, that's what makes the big differences. Um, so it's all small steps, putting it together. Um, but yeah, then you will make sure that they are hopefully are productive. And that goes, that's the same for us as, as, as adults, isn't it? You know, it, it, all those same lessons, as we as we say quite often, this is about how humans can be productive, not just 11-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 18-year-olds. We're all, you know, built the same. So we need to make sure that we take those lessons into our lives. And it also might be something that, as a parent, you want to make sure that you are um, role modeling and, 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 and really kind of championing in your, own, in your own home. So you're showing your children or your child that you're doing this as well, because it's not just how how someone has to learn in school. It's how you learn in life. And to demonstrate those life lessons, I think is really powerful for our children. Thanks, John. Very another, welcome. Another another cracker. Um, and and like we mentioned, you know, the, these, the, the pieces of these podcasts do come together to hopefully give you that superpower. Um, but equally as well, you know, each of these elements on its own, we believe, um, are really important for helping you to help them through. So... Thanks very much. Thanks again for joining us. Um, And we uh, look forward to seeing you again soon.